Okay, so about wrestling. Fuck Vince McMahon. You heard it here first, folks. And probably yeah. a bunch of other I people. Just, I just, it was perfect. Like, WrestleMania Night 1 was great. It was, it was good. I don't want to really talk about it too much. It was great. WrestleMania Night 2 had problems. But the Cody-Roman match was perfect. It was a perfect entrance. It was a perfect setup. The match was perfect. Like, you have Solo getting ejected right at the be Like, not near, right at the beginning, but like near the beginning. You have the, the Usos coming out and, and, and interfering. And then having, having Sammy and Kevin come out, which Cody didn't exactly get them back together, but he helped facilitate that. that. So you had that him building that in the background paying off in the foreground you so so they're all gone he has no more help roman's alone against cody and cody can beat roman we know this we can see it coming to pass and and the last 15 seconds were the most bullshit i think i have ever seen my god i don't know this is interesting I because like, i haven't actually watched the match the only um, I was I was gonna Just, go because I have you know I had work and stuff yeah. so I couldn't watch it. But uh, right. yesterday I went back and I watched Edge versus Finn Balor in it the Hell in Cell, which was pretty good. Was really also, like Owie, they were both Finn's giant head. Dwarf. Yeah. Uh, what about Vince Head? Um, Finn's head. He Edge oh. threw a ladder at him and it cut him open real bad. Yeah, that was bad, or, and they had to like fast forward the match, which. I a little bit better in my opinion like i think the so fast forward in the match was 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 fine but like they look like two giant dorks in their fucking weird goth costumes and that's fine like Did totally you how many staples uh no i hadn't seen that uh, 14 jesus oh, yeah okay wow him and don Alex in the same fucking hospital jesus <laughs> in his head huh God, i dang. saw i've seen the picture like the in the back before it stapled you can damn near see down to his skull. Yeah. It mm. is it is a gash. Yeah. It's pretty bad. But yeah, oh. I, I haven't seen the Cody Roman match. Let me I'm gonna lay it out for you and also the audience just in case they haven't seen it. I'm gonna lay out the last like little bit. So you have all that stuff that happens at the front. Number one, one of the coolest things, he gave uh his weight belt to negative one. I thought that was absolutely wonderful apparently solo just stole it from negative one and hit cody with it and the sound of him getting hit with the belt um alerted the ref who kicked him out of the match great fantastic matches going great like things are going well and then jay and jimmy hit the ring attack cody uh sammy and kevin hit the ring get the usos out do their do the stunner and the and the hell of a kick which by, by the way hell of a kick fucking uh, just choice name i love that name for that, for that I, I do too uh to roman knock him down we then go into the final sequence of the ma- of the match where like it like it's it's perfect he does the flip flop and fly like that's the that's the cue for the final sequence of the match he does the flip flop and fly like his dad he does the drop to his to his back and punch like his brother he gets up he puts Roman in the crossroads. He hits a crossroads. He picks him up again, hits another crossroads. He goes to pick him up again. And that's when that's when um, 
Paul Heyman gets on the ring and and it's like okay, Paul Heyman's the last one, the last the last person left to like stop this from happening. Cody's gonna go over there. He's gonna get his comeuppance on on Heyman. Or Heyman's gonna get his comeuppance. He's gonna hit the final crossroads. There's gonna be a three count. We're gonna have a new champion. And then for out of nowhere, as if like no officials were paying attention, Solo shows up, hits Cody with a Samoan spike. Roman spears him, counts to three. And somehow a rubber chicken ends up in the ring at some point. I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, apparently I, I a rubber chicken that. entered the ring. There's a whole I meme don't... of it at this point. Like, it's in the ring as Cody's laying there afterwards. I think somebody tried to hit Roman with the rubber chicken and missed. I don't want to watch WWE wrestling anymore. I, I don't. Like, the whole Sammy... The whole bloodline thing got me back to at least watch not well, not I didn't watch the 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 Raws or the Smackdowns. I did watch like reviews of them and also pay-per-views. I would watch the pay-per-views and it was it was great stuff. The the Elimination Chamber match with Sammy was fantastic. The Royal Rumble was fantastic. Like the whole lead up to Cody getting his shot, like it was built beautifully, like all of it was wonderful. And in the last 15 seconds, they took all of that goodwill that they had been spending for the better part of a year building up with me and just fucking threw it on the ground. Um, yep. And I just don't fucking care anymore. You fucked up and I'm done. And apparently Vince is back in charge now. So fucking who fucking cares? Let yeah. Roman go another thousand days. Let The Rock beat him or not, whatever. Who cares? Maybe maybe Cody will, will re-challenge at WrestleMania. Like, he's had a really good promo on Raw. One of the only fucking good things about this garbage fire of a Raw. Like, the, the Raw after WrestleMania was fucking trash for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently Vince changed it like four times before showtime. Yeah, I don't think any of the Cody of stuff got changed. Uh, other than like one scene where Cody was on the phone and in 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 the back backstage got got pulled, but like the rest of the sh of the Cody stuff, like that's the only thing I really give a shit about. Hey, whatever. Like, yeah, Vince is in charge, and like all of the other shit is bad now again, and that's fine. Whatever. Fucking who cares? Just give me good Cody versus Roman to keep me invested after all of the bad will that you put out mm -hmm. for this. Well, there's your issue. You're asking for good Roman. But I've I've liked Roman this whole fucking time. Roman Roman Reigns, like since he started name, doing the line stuff, best fucking wrestler in WWE. Best name one. his last good match though. Against Sami Zayn at at uh at uh fucking um Elimination Chamber. Uh, Elimination Chamber. Fucking amazing match. And not just because Sami Zayn was in it. Roman is a good guy. He does he does interesting things in the ring. Roman um, does the same shit every fucking match anymore. That's what I'm saying though, is that it was this was perfect because you're right. Because it did start to get samey. We were starting to get tired of Roman as a six months ago. Okay, I don't agree with you, but <laughs> but like I He's just, on a three-year reign. It got samey a while ago. I disagree, but that would not—that's neither here nor there. The point is, is that you had an off-ramp. You had an off-ramp to number one: let Roman rest because fuck, he's been champion for fucking three years. Let him fucking take a break. 
What do you like, mean? He's going on the Brock schedule. Yeah, that's what fucking pisses. Uh, that's what. Anyway, so you have- <laughs> I can hear that. Damn. If you can tell, I'm just pointing out little things to get D more and more riled up. No, I, I fucking get it. Okay, I fucking. Get it. <laughs> so you had an off ramp. You had this section to be like, okay, we're gonna put the belt on Cody. He's gonna. Take the championship. He's going to have some really interesting matches. He's got really good feuds and we'll bring Roman back later or, or whatever. Like we'll, we'll do more with Roman. We can do more with Roman. He's this massive champion champion moneymaker who we can work with. But in the meantime, we're going to take Cody. Who's also this huge draw and we're going to make him a champion. And instead they had him get punked out by fucking Brock Lesnar on raw for no fucking reason you you thought the grandson of the plumber was gonna get anything out of vince yes after the way apparently, vince treated the, dusty his entire wrestling career apparently the 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 outcome of the wrestlemania match was in place long before rinse had any yeah. hold on number one i number one bullshit. i personally don't I, I, vince had any, I don't have believe vince had anything to do with it I don't think Vince had anything to do with anything up until Raw last night when he literally snuck his way into Gorilla. Um, like, he fucking on, literally... Time out, time out, time out. Then you are literally ignoring reports. Because it's been reported for like the last month and a half that he's been there. He's been there. It back, was also reported that Vince had nothing to do with the Cody Roman match. And it also has been reported he's been giving Triple H... Uh, pointers and tips and triple h goes to him for quote unquote advice right but now, i don't anybody that actually took that at face value has never paid attention to the history of wwe i don't think in terms of booking this storyline i don't think vince had a had a hand in you Cody. don't Losing. You don't think Vince had a hand in the biggest storyline of his no. company for the biggest show of the year? No, I don't. I don't think he did. I think I he would had believe a- you. I would believe you if you thought it was any other storyline. No, it's literally Roman. You is because Vince McMahon had to literally sneak into gorilla position and start swinging his dick around. If Vince McMahon wanted to. Uh, go in and like adjust raw or like make little changes, but like not have himself his hands felt. He couldn't do it. Like he literally could not do it. His dick is too big. He would just be swinging it all over the place. He has no. Vince McMahon does not know the word subtlety. Like Vince McMahon's manipulation is what we saw last night. And not what we've been seeing the last month and a half. I don't, but I don't, I don't agree with you on that. It's the, the, the different, the, the shows have been so different from each other that I don't, maybe Vince McMahon had it at Triple H's ear and maybe he influenced him, but he didn't book it. In what world does Triple H book Brock versus almost in the world where you want to see big meaty men slapping meat. That is still not a match that Triple H will. You also have to. You also have to understand that Brock Lesnar wanted to do a match, but didn't want to do anything in the match. So they took three minutes, put these two imbeciles together, and just let them hit each other for a second, and then ended the match. Like Brock Lesnar versus Omos is a concession that I believe Triple H made. Uh, Omos versus Elias is what Vince wanted to see. 
Uh, and that's what we got last night. And that's fucking bullshit. Um, well, what I'm just saying is if you've watched enough WWE, you've noticed Vince has been back. Yes, and we've heard you say it thing. like three times at this point. I'm just all I'm saying is that I don't think he had as much influence on the Cody Roman thing as you think he did. I and I get it. Like he's Vince McMahon. I fucking understand that. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think he had as big a hand as most people like most of people like you think that he did until last night. But I cannot believe that on its face just because it's Roman and the titles. If if it it had been Vince McMahon, it wouldn't have been Cody at WrestleMania. It would have been Brock Lesnar again. You mean the fact that Vince, hold on. Vince himself was the one that went and negotiated with Cody to get him back. Anything. Vince McMahon, yeah, actually, it, if, it, if it were Vince, if Vince McMahon wanted to, if Vince McMahon, if Vince McMahon wanted to come back, it was to put him in the mid card. I can guarantee. No, no, hold up, hold up. He specifically hired Dusty way back to put him in the polka dots and humiliate him. Yeah. Do you really think it wouldn't be past Vince to bring Cody back, promise him everything here, here, and here, just to humiliate him at Mania? No, I think he would have put, I think he would have hemmed and hawed at his promises and put, put Cody in the mid card. It would, have been, it would have been Cody versus Seth again at WrestleMania. But that that's, doesn't fit Vince's sense of humor. It, Vince loves the big humiliation. But he wouldn't, he wouldn't jeopardize his main, like he wouldn't jeopardize the main event of WrestleMania to do that to Cody. Like he wouldn't. He WrestleMania is above Cody Rhodes. How did he jeopardize it? Because he still got exactly what he wanted by forcing Roman down everybody's throats again. He just used Cody to do it instead of random other person. No, we're just going to keep going around and around circles. The point is, whoever made the decision, it doesn't fucking matter who made the decision. The the, the, The fact of the matter is the decision was fucking made and it fucking sucks. And I'm done with the WWE once again, like fully and completely out. No more watching that bullshit. Not even the pay-per-views. Fuck it. I give up. I give the fuck up. Oh, good thing. There's still impact AEW NJPW stardom until Jen Kazama lifts Vince McMahon up like a hot, he hot, he hot, fuck. Hachi and tosses him into a volcano. And then the, the phrase on the screen pops up that says, the evil has been defeated. I will no, continue but to see, not. No, even up, even if that happens, funny? it's Tekken and fucking Heihachi comes back no matter how many times you throw him <laughs> you know in a fucking you know, volcano. You know it's funny you bring up Heihachi and Vince. <laughs> given how he looks right now. Because oh I have this picture right here. That fucking image is so fucking crazy. <laughs> did I not post that image earlier? I think you I did it somewhere. I think you did somewhere. Oh, I posted God. it in Sports Ball in our other uh, Discord. It is so well known how much uh, Vince McMahon hates mustaches. I don't know what is going on with this picture. I know! It's Who so told him that looks good? Weird. His wife. It... Linda. No, that's bullshit. Linda did not tell him that. Linda hates his guts. 
Linda wanted a mustache ride, and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Um all right. So how do you guys feel about the um the merger oh, oh. of UFC and WWE? Uh we're gonna see a bunch of massive cuts again. Yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah, probably. Endeavor's the whole reason UFC fighters get paid diddly shit. And so far it's being reported that a bunch of top talent at WWE is already like, uh, I'm probably out of here. Uh, the Grizzle well, Young not a bunch. Pretty much everybody Triple H has just brought back has gone on record with one of the dirt sheets saying they're now worried. There is a report, it's unsubstantiated, that somebody near the top of the card yeah. has said if Vince is sticking around and it wasn't just for last night, they may be asking for their release. Who do you think that is? Carano. Seth. I don't think Seth is too much of a fucking... He's not, he's though. too much of a company, man. He's not, the sh- though. The shit he's, he's pitched uh, about how, like, the WWE is where the big boys play and how much money he makes and all this shit. Here's, here, here's the difference. Seth isn't a WWE guy. He's a company guy. He will be that way for whatever company he's in. Seth, if you've watched the reports over the years, has been getting frustrated with how much they rely on Roman and how he hasn't been given a shot again. And Seth, if you watch, has been set up, has the crowd eating out of his hands left and right. Apologies. Uh, my score uh, just crashed. I, that's the second time that's happened in like two weeks. That's weird. Do I need to restart? Hmm? Do I need to restart what I was saying? Yeah, yeah, go ahead and restart just in case. Okay, what I was saying is with Seth, I think if you followed the reports, I think it might be him because for, what, the last year or so, there's been little bits coming out that he's been frustrated that some of that where he's tweeting out when something flopped with Roman with the crowd that wasn't necessarily in character. Mm. There's a lot of rumblings that Seth has been frustrated about it always going back to Roman. And when you look at how over the he is with the crowd and how he'll get the crowd eating out of his hands left and right, yeah. why haven't they given him another shot? I I just I mean, yeah, you're you can be 100% right. It I think it's either it's I just don't see Seth leaving. I it, it is entirely possible it's Seth. And if he does if if it is Seth, he's got a lot of fucking crow to eat after some of those comments on Twitter. But um I would guess either Gargano or honestly, probably Bray Wyatt. Ooh, okay. It was tweeted okay, about uh, hang on. Hang on. It was tweeted nine minutes ago that on NXT tonight there were chance of fire Vince. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. spicy. Uh, since when is Gargano near the top of the card? I listen, he's in the he's near the top of my heart, and that's all that matters. <laughs> okay. That may be true for all of us. And his he's, and like I mean his, his entire run in NXT. He still has my all-time favorite feud. Like just full stop. Gargano, Gargano, Ciampa, like maybe went a little too long. I don't fucking care. I would watch every single one of those matches in a heartbeat. Same. All you gotta do is ask. Yeah, no, those those are some good matches right there. But yeah, uh, 
as much as we would love it, he's not near the top of the card. Mm-hmm. But so you got now. We are thinking strictly the men here, but what if it's one of the women? It could because be because based on it being Vince and everything, he just had to quote unquote retire over. Oh uh, yeah, a, a part of the whole. Well, a part of the whole. Also, a part of, of Raw. They put like three women's matches from the card because the original idea was you were, there was like three. Uh, or or maybe a couple, I don't remember exactly how many, but it was a bunch of women were in like uh, a almost like a tournament situation. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That who was going to be the number one contender for Rhea Ripley's belt. All that was cut. Fucking gone. Like, of course I would be pissed. I would be so fucking pissed. Also, the reports are that Jay White is no longer WWE bound. He yeah. could run away. From what, I, from what I was reading, he wasn't even talked about at WWE over the weekend. Run yeah, far. yeah. Jay White, stay away from WWE, man. It ain't worth it, my guy. You got to think anybody that was thinking of given how they've treated other former Bullet Club members. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, aside from oh. like AJ Styles and Finn, really. But that was, was like say, when they AJ's first the came back. One. AJ Styles still got treated like shit during the Nakamura feud. Like, let's not forget. Man, that feud was so good, but then they fucking flopped it because of course they did. Because Nakamura had to kick him in the penis. A lot. Um, and also the beat up beat up John Cena bullshit like that. No, no thanks. Um but but yeah, no, uh J- Jay White is is Jay White like the hottest free agent right now currently in, in terms of like one of them for um... sure. I uh, yeah. I feel like there's a couple of places that would chomp at the bit for for Jay White to show up. Yeah, um, I would say he's probably the hottest right now. I can't think of anybody that's currently free agent that is mm-hmm. a bigger name. Yeah. This is Matt from the future just coming to correct something. Jay White is no longer a free agent. He was signed to AEW shortly after we recorded this episode. Maybe um uh, Golden Lovers. Kota Ibushi? Kota Ibushi. Maybe Ibushi. I know he's out of... Uh, he's out of in, uh, New Japan now, right? Yeah, the problem with that is... From the Indies? Is Ibushi has a lot of... I don't want to say reliability, but, like, there's a lot of baggage that comes with him that so. brings stock a little bit. Hmm. Well, I know he so. spoke out really hard about... New Japan, a bunch of New Japan bullshit, which hey puts him high up on my book. But well, it, it's not even that. It's just Ibushi has some very weird. Like I'll put it this way: those interviews you've seen of him, where he answers shit, and it's a very weird, like "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Answer. That's oh. not generally in character. He's literally that weird. But also, like. Daniel Bryan and I and before no, you say that no he makes Daniel oh, Bryan look sane oh that's all right well that's that's wild that fucking that fucking <laughs> Bushi thinks he can get 25 hours out of a day he doesn't trust <laughs> oh, him just a, oh him just a himbo it's fine he, he little dumb as a treat he's probably been dropped on his head just a few too many hey, times you guys he doesn't are... trust books <laughs> you know who is a free agent who's that as of like a couple of days ago Who's that? Enzo More. <laughs> he got no, released yeah, from MLW. He was in MLW. Yeah, and there's a bunch of stories going on about. What yeah, he was in MLW. That. I'm just as shocked as you are. 
Jesus fucking Christ. I, I've seen like two different stories as to why. Like he claimed they wanted him to be a guy that came back from cancer or something. What the do fuck? You know, do you know that he has claimed that he's never read a book in his life? And to that be honest, surprise me. Enzo or wanted to believe him. Enzo or Ibushi? Uh, Enzo. Oh, that's easily believable. Yeah, he uh, him it's a little believable fit. for either one actually. Yeah, <laughs> but but Ibushi, it's more in like a, like a like a charming way. It, maybe it's also because he's let's be real, he's hot. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not really into that's the Ibushi. I'm not really into the scrappy do kind, but fucking Kota Ibushi can get it. Mm. Anyway. Uh, uh, you yes. know who else is a free agent? It's Kenny Omega Moore. Yes, put it on my screen. Let me get a compilation of that. Thanks. <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Gangrel. What happened? At, what, what about Gangrel? He's also a free agent. Just oh, throwing it, I didn't know. Just throwing it like, out there. Oh, just in general? Yeah. Uh, is he d- still directing porn? Uh, it's, was that a thing he was doing? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. actually. He directed porn as the porn warrior. Not even a joke. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it made the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Power to him. Hang on, I miss, need you to... miss you every day, King. Hang on, I need to open an incognito tab. <laughs> fuck. Well, I guess you live with people, but fuck it. I'm just gonna look it up. <laughs> but yeah, no. Okay, no. All I'm getting is uh, all I'm getting is uh, videos tagged with the word warrior, and that uh, might be a little problematic, depending on. Fair. What it is. So I'm uh, just going to go ahead and exit that window. Do a search for Gangrel. It'll come up. You just go to his wiki page. It'll, oh, yeah. It'll just Gangrel. I, I, why didn't I think of that? Gangrel porn. I think. Oh, uh, uh, Gangrel wrestling? Because you're probably going you to get a lot of Vampire of the Masquerade shit with Gangrel porn. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably not put um, anything on there about. New porn, uh-huh. new porn order has released Miami order. Rump Shakers 2, the directorial debut of former WWE wrestler Gangrel the Vampire Warrior. I think he went by Vampire Warrior for a while because they lost the Gangrel license. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because of uh, White Wolf. Yeah, I remember they used to have to put trademark by White Wolf on every single WWE product uh, yep. because they used the name Gangrel. Really? Yeah. Yeah, fucking- no, he was straight up based off of the Gangrel uh, clan. And, I did not uh, know that. Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, I did not know that. Also, the first thing that pops up when you type in Gangrel porn on Google is a YouTube video called Gangrel on directing pornography. Nice. There you go. And then, All right. and then uh, underneath that from ringsidenews.com, Gangrel regrets stint as adult film director. I also saw that one as well. Mm-hmm. And then yep. Summer Hayes and the Vampire Word discuss the and the look it looks like it might be like a documentary hey, can or at least we like, behind the scenes can we like no, just sort of move away from this stop topic? talking about porn when i start getting a little uncomfortable that's a problem yeah okay yeah. yep i was trying to look for that uh trademark though uh but i'm not finding it but yeah it was on every every raw uh, episode of raw and all the pay-per-views would have it yeah, yeah whenever he came up yeah. he showed up yeah world of darkness is dumb Anyway, wrestling. Yeah. Um, fucking just I'm done. I give up. So this episode's I, I gonna this episode's gonna come out after um the day, like quite a while mm-hmm. after. Okay. But what do you think Tony Khan's uh very important announcement is? Probably another thing that includes the word um 
the word Shazam like eight times, probably, if I had to guess. I'm thinking it is probably related to the already announced third show because... Yeah, honestly, probably that. Well, there's a Saturday show that they're having coming up that had been advertised as a house show that I believe is now being advertised Mm. as being live. Oh, interesting. Mm. And they were talking about how it was going to get announced as early as, I think, June or July as it's starting up. So it may even get sooner than that. Mm. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Uh, Yeah. I mean, a third show would be probably, I mean, as long as it just doesn't fall to the wayside, like, like, um, fuck, I can't even remember the name of the fucking show at this point. Rampage. Uh, yeah, Rampage. Uh, Rampage isn't going to the wayside. That's the thing. They're actually advancing stories on it if you watch. And the thing is, people are bitching. Well, they don't put storylines on it. And then when they do, well, when did that happen? Yeah, that's yeah. I agree with that. That's that's nonsense. But and actually, I think a Saturday afternoon slot, like the old uh, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening wrestling on TBS. That's going to hit a lot of nostalgia factors. Oh, you know, my hope for the third show was that maybe they um, promote Dark or Elevation to TV. Because Dark and Elevation oh, are, they could be better. They're good, though. 100%. I think those are going to stay YouTube. Um, the only other idea I could think of is that maybe this is the All Elite Women trademark we've been hearing so much about coming up. That'd be cool. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, I just uh, wrestling. Um, I would just like to point. I would like to say something, uh, on, uh, on a recording, uh, which is that I really enjoy Dominic uh, Mysterio's new character, uh, where he used to be Eddie Guerrero's son. His new character is uh was in jail and also is just pegged by Rhea Ripley. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Was Uh, in jail. For, for not even a night. <laughs> for yeah, not even yeah. a night. <laughs> He's really like, dumb. Prison changed me. Yeah, it's the best. It's honestly the best fucking thing. I, I do love. Do- I love Dominic Mysterio. Let me. I'm just gonna he say is- it. He old fucking Dominic Mysterio with the greasy hair, like fucking hanging off of Rhea. Like basically just being Rhea's side piece is the fucking best. Also, He's getting Rhea, better. I'll give him that. Hey, Rhea in the uh, Hall of Fame video. With that dress? Oh, holy shit. Yeah. God yeah. damn. I love yeah. Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, Dom when he started... Uh, let's well, not yeah, talk I mean, about Dom when he started. He was an inexperienced babyface. Like, that's just how it goes. Well, there was also that, and there was the fact they were trying to make him wrestle his dad's style. Yeah, which is not him. Some big guys can do that. Look at Brody King. Brody King can wrestle a lucha style, which is but, fucking bonkers, right? Yeah. But notice how since they put Dom with the Judgment Day, and it's a little more a grounded mm-hmm. brawling. Yeah, uh, it's it's technical. a little more than what you would you what you would uh, expect. He's come a lot more into his own. Yeah, and he, you can tell he's gotten yeah. a lot more comfortable. For sure, for sure. And that was just going to come with time. Uh, putting him on a heel team and giving him a, a let's be real, um, Mommy Dom, yeah. uh, definitely helped quite a bit um, with his character. Yeah, Sub Dom is just fucking hilarious. Um, which is ironic funny. considering his name. Funny when you say it like that. <laughs> uh, has he done the I'm not 
Rey Mysterio's kid. I mean, Eddie Guerrero's kid thing yet. I feel like yeah, that's I, th- I think he has. I think he or something along the lines of I wish I was Eddie's kid or something. Yeah, I think when I was hearing some of the build up because I didn't watch Mania, but uh, my dad did. So I was hearing some of the promos as they were doing the build up for each match. I believe there was something where he said like he wishes he would have been Eddie's kid or something like that. Yeah. Like, the fact the fact that they had that match and then Eddie Guerrero won that match. Oh, it's it's just uh oh uh, it's the gift that keeps on giving in wrestling. I love it so much. Um wait a minute. Eddie won that match? Eddie won that I match. I did not know that. Eddie, like that's what the joke is. Eddie Guerrero is literally Dominic's father. <laughs> and will for all time be Dominic's father if he won that match. <laughs> So, so in case people don't know, the, the, there's a there was a feud between Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio in WC. I believe it was in WCW, right? Nope, Pardon it was me. in WWE. Okay, so it is part of canon uh, where uh, Dominic's custody was uh, put on a pole, like a custody paper was put on a pole. It was a, a, it was a, la- a ladder a match ladder. for yeah. Dominic, basically. It was a ladder match for the custody of Dominic, which Eddie Guerrero won. And technically had custody of Dominic. And as fucked as it is, okay. the feud itself actually had some great matches. Nope, yeah. actually, uh, Ray won. Did he? No! Yep. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, uh, I'm, I just I looked it up. It says, um, during the match at SummerSlam, uh, just as it looked like Eddie were about to win, seven-year-old Dominic entered the ring and tried to shake Eddie off the ladder. Eddie confronted the seven-year-old and even went to attack him before Ray fought him off. After that, Damn. Eddie hit Ray with the three amigos on the ladder and almost won again before Eddie's own wife, Vicky, ran down and pushed the ladder over. Vicky yeah. would then hold Eddie down as Ray climbed the ladder, winning the match and gaining custody of um, Dominic. I totally thought. See, that's what you do, folks. You just say something with enough confidence, and if anyone calls you out on it, just be like, I must have just been wrong. That's fine. Um, that's what you do. That is the feud that had one of my favorite spots between those two, though. What's that? They had... Uh, Eddie had removed the top set of the stairs, had him over in front of the ramp, gets Ray up in the suplex position, stands up on the stairs, and then just steps off as he falls backward to drop Ray right onto the stairs square. Oh, this Ugh. sounds painful as shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It. I'm gonna see if I can find the spot so I can put it in the uh, in um, the chat. But it it was. Oh, who all got put into the Hall of Fame this year? Not a lot Ray, of people. Uh, Ray, Ray, Stacy Keebler, Keebler, Stacy um, Keebler, Muda, uh, Great Muda. Oh yeah, the Great Muda. Right, right. And uh, uh, Andy Kaufman. I remember Andy Kaufman. Yeah, something about Andy Kaufman. Uh, um, I assume Andy Kaufman got put in, even though hey, look, they say it's posthumously. Andy Kaufman ain't dead, y'all. And then. No, at this point, he would probably be just for yeah. natural causes. The stuff about Andy Kaufman faking his death is fascinating. It's fucking wild, and y'all. And uh, here Tim, you go. Here's the clip. Tim White was a referee that got the Warrior Award. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to uh, immediately mute it. Yeah, no, this this spot is nasty. Um. So... I just want to talk about this real quick because it's kind of wild. So Andy Kaufman had a character that he played that was like this sleazy lawyer type. 
and he would like have him do things like he, he was just like oh fuck jesus christ ray holy shit. yeah what the <laughs> holy <laughs> oh my Jesus, god exactly. this is great for a podcast medium but uh yeah for real it's real bad <laughs> right so he had this character that he played right um and uh there was this whole thing about like like he you never saw the two together and all this stuff and it was played up as this thing uh and then andy kaufman died uh and this lawyer guy showed up at andy's funeral the the character he supposedly played it's wild it's, yeah no wild. there's there's a lot with Kaufman where people weren't sure if he was actually dead when it was announced he died yeah. because he had always talked about doing a bit around it yeah yeah it was a thing he kind of wanted to do um it's great it's very silly um which then led to Recently, I think recently being within like the last decade, they finally admitted that everything between him and uh, Lawler was a work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Because for the longest time, everybody, they were adamant that was all shoot. They they legitimately hated each other. Kaufman hated wrestling. But no, he was just that committed to the bit. Yeah, I'm, oh. lo- I'm seeing on Wikipedia, it says in 1982, Kaufman brought his professional wrestling villain act to Letterman's show by way of a stage encounter with Jerry the King Lawler, the fact that the altercation was planned ha- was not publicly disclosed for over a decade. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I got a few things wrong about that because I didn't look it up beforehand. Of course I didn't. Um, the character was named Tony Clifton, and he wasn't a lawyer. He was uh, a stand-up comedian that oh, some yeah. would perform as. Uh, and he was like a completely different person in that form. Like he had like a fat, he wore like a fat suit and he had like chubby cheeks uh, and he had like slick back, like black hair and a black mustache. He was also a massive and, asshole. Yeah. He was a huge, like foul mouth, like gross motherfucker. Uh, and then Andy died and Tony and fucking Tony Clifton showed up at his funeral. <laughs> huh? Like, I don't fucking know. That, but, the, but the thing there is <laughs> also, it wouldn't have been... Like Tony Clifton at his funeral, so everyone would think he was alive? What the fuck? Yeah, because I was going to say, it wouldn't have been out of the realm of possibility for Kaufman to have paid somebody to be like, hey, when I die, do this. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know I don't know a lot about Andy Kaufman. He was a interesting individual, let's put it that way. Uh, any, literally any documentary about him, watch it. Uh, even, even Jim Carrey's Man on the Moon is pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, Andy Kaufman is wild. Watch it. Anyway, wrestling. It was also, uh, I believe the guy he basically played on Taxi. Uh, did he, did he appear on Taxi? I thought he played as, like... Uh, yeah, I'm on his, uh, Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. I believe the character... All right, hang on. Uh, the character on Taxi was named Latka Gravas. Right. Yeah, was- but it was but basically, Clifton. yeah, Go he got uh, Clifton on as a guest star. To, yeah. Yeah, as a separate person. And fucking Andy Kaufman, man. Wild. Absolutely. Yeah, Clifton, uh, yeah, that was a whole thing. And Kaufman was just, there, was won't, Coff- there won't be another like him. Yeah. He was it something takes a very particular set of circumstances to make somebody like Kaufman. Mm-hmm. This is true. Oh, all right. I think that's enough wrestling for me. I think that's enough wrestling for me too. 
I was I was actually I was asking if you guys had it. Look, I can't speak tonight. Uh, if You're you had fine. anything you wanted to talk about. Um, so I recently finished playing uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I saw your quotes on uh, on Facebook. Very good. That's I'm, all. I'm that's nano all, machines. That's all I can do is that game is so quotable. It's amazing. Yep. <laughs> Don't fuck with this, Senator. Ah, it's, it's the best. It's so stupid, and I love it. I was I've trying to actually never played any of them other than the first one. It's so good. Revengeance is so good. It's it it's like one of the first really good mainstream uh platinum games. Yeah. Uh, with like what Bayo. I like is that you really don't need to have played a Metal Gear game. Nope. Not at all. Because I the the only time I've ever tried to play a Metal Gear game was Metal Gear uh Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just way too young to be playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Wait, what age were you? <laughs> I was like 12. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a too, bit too young awesome, because like it's the control scheme of it is just not, you know, a 12 year old would be like, what the fuck? What is this? This is all confusing. Yeah, 100 percent. That um, and just I like got, you don't know you 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 you're twelve you don't know shit about politics or philosophy so it's like everything just goes right over your head, right? <laughs> Hang on, I'm te- I'm checking something real quick. But you know it doesn't go over my head is memes. Fair. I was a uh, fourteen when that game came out, mm. and I was obsessed with it. Wait, what um, year did it come out? I got. Every dog tag in that okay, game. Okay, so I was six when that game came out. I didn't, I didn't try to play it until, like, way later, though. That's fair. I watched my dad try to play it. My, even my dad was having trouble um, figuring out what to do. I don't think he beat it. Revengeance does the thing that everyone who makes a Platinum game should do, which is to hire Platinum to do the combat and then not let them get anywhere near the story. Just do the story yourself. Yeah. Uh, that's how we got Revengeance. That's how we got Near Automata. Like, just please don't touch the story because you'll fuck it up. Bayo 3 says hi. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's 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 phenomenal. The The game is is leaps and bounds ahead. Of I should have played Rising Revengeance like earlier. Mm-hmm. I, why why yeah, did it, I wait this long to play it? Because you you were confined to your uh to your weak flesh form, it's you need to expand no. your consciousness out into the robot. What's fucked is that <laughs> I I've owned Metal Gear Rising Revengeance on PS3 for the longest time. I just never played yeah. it. My brother played the fuck out of it. Damn, what a shame. The game is so, dude. It's so good. I mean, I don't have to tell you that. Like, like I know. I kind of want to play it again on stream. Honestly, like it's so fucking good. Yeah. Also, fucking, I don't want to. I don't want. Nature kicks in, standing here. I realize you. Oh man, that and uh, fucking the only thing I know for real. Yeah, Uh, I might have got Sam. (laughs) There will be blood. Yeah, all the the music is phenomenal in that game. Um. Okay, so here's what I have to say about the music. I love it. Okay. Um, yep. One, uh-huh. 
So it came out, uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance came out in 2013, originally. Uh, okay. Came out on PC in 2014. Um, the soundtrack is proof positive of my theory that Korn's Path of Totality album was before its time. Okay, I I um know nothing about what you're talking about. Because the Path of Totality by Korn was released in 2011 and was infamous for mixing like Korn's new metal sound and like the dubstep that was hot at the time. Yeah. Okay. That is what I'm thinking of. That's that had narcissistic cannibal. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, Path of Totality. So featured collaborations with like Skrillex, Noisia, 12th Planet, Feed Me, all these dubstep artists that were like popping off at the time in, you know, 2010, 2011. And people hated the album. I fucking love it. I think it's great. I don't care what anyone says. Metal and dubstep is a good mix. Sure. I mean, that's fair. And well, the only song I'd heard off of it was a Narcissistic Cannibal. And I, I didn't think it was that bad. Yes, that's the one with Skrillex and Kill the Noise on it. So it's a good one. But yeah, uh, people, people shit on the album, and then, you know, I hear people talking about, like, oh, yeah, the soundtrack from Metal Gear Rising Revengeance is so good. And we, meanwhile, it's a mixture of fucking metal and dubstep. Uh, I would like to apologize. The song that hap- that you uh, that that is playing when you fight the senator is called It Has to Be This Way. Yes. Uh, it has that, uh, that phrase that I'm standing here, I realize, which is stuck in my head forever. Uh, yeah, that, it's fucking great. Violence breeds violence. Yeah. I actually don't think he says my because I, I posted that what I said to you uh, on Facebook, but I don't think that's in the actual game. I think that's in a, in the meme. Like my reference is I made it the fuck oh, yeah. up. Uh, Matt, <laughs> the YouTuber Maxor made a yeah. duo of videos called an inaccurate sum- summary of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Right. And during the bit between Raiden and Senator Armstrong, Raiden's like, that's a nice argument, Senator. Well, now, why don't you back it up with a source? And he goes, my <laughs> source is I made it the fuck up. Yeah. There <laughs> what isn't in the actual game is when he, like, throws Raiden <laughs> for a loop and then, like, stands next to him like he's giving him, like, a handshake and, like, camera flashes. That game is fucking bonkers, man. It's so wild. Yeah. It's <laughs> the the thing about it too is that like sometimes when Armstrong is talking, it's like oh yeah, he's kind of spitting some facts, and then you got to remember he's harvesting orphan brains to create cyborg child soldiers. Yeah, he's doing that. He sure is, <laughs> boy. But he has good reasons, so let him just let him do it. Uh, but he did. He did also say, "Make America Great Again." He did say that like years before Trump. Yeah. Um, uh, before recording, I, I was telling Jace that, and I maintain that that means somebody on Trump's campaign was a plagiarizing bastard. Does that surprise yeah. anybody? Uh, <laughs> no, really. So, oh, yeah. speaking of Trump, just a brief aside, very brief aside, because oh, I don't want to get oh, into yeah. politics. But Happy Indictment Day. He got arrested. Thirty-four felony counts. Fuck Trump. And hey, you know what? I'm just going to say it right now. If you if you disagree, fuck you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Just to put that in context, Al Capone only had 22. And also remember that not even the Joker fucks with the IRS. 
Exactly. Listen, if ain't if if no the one Joker also that. doesn't work with Nazis, so I mean, also true. <laughs> He's a red-blooded American psychopath. That's such a that's such a good that's such a good line. I may be a psychopath, but at least I'm an American psychopath. Yeah, man. I was just I was just thinking about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League again, and just getting angrier and angrier. Stop! Don't do it. It's not worth the blood pressure. No, it, it came up because I was specifically thinking about how much uh, the ending of WrestleMania also made me feel the exact same way. Martha. Uh, no, that's not the problem. The the Martha thing is fine. Like, I don't want to get. I can't. I can't. I listen. No, we I can't, can't do this again. <laughs> I my, my heart can't take it today. I haven't the even, I haven't to even, I haven't even like edited Final the Fantasy last 14. After Dark yet, and I don't want to go through it. Oh man! Wait, were were you not here for the last After Dark? No, I was asleep. Oh no! We had, no, it, no, you're right. We had Nick. And what yeah. the fuck? Are you getting us mixed up again? Mm. No, it's just I know recently you went off about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm. I mean, it, it it's a rant D's had before. True. True. Um, but yeah, so that's something I did recently is that I beat Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that game's great. Uh, that game is that game is is stellar for sure. I no, I don't, I don't want people to get all meh about it, but I did play it on easy mode, so I didn't have to actually do any of the parrying myself, except for the boss fight against Monsoon. <laughs> that oh, one yeah. even on easy mode they're like no you parry this motherfucker <laughs> hey uh would you uh, casual hey bud what'd you think about Jetstream sam huh god uh you the fucking best his hit he has no cybernetics no, cyber... he no cybernetics. he's naturally that talented naturally talented it's so it's so good also um, handsome as fuck oh god i would i would kiss that man um, is that the one that can actually pull off the troll face? Yep. Yes, okay. that is Jet. Also, Jetstream is not a code name. That's just a nickname. That's his nickname. Jetstream uh, Sam. I think his his nickname his his code name is like the Cool Brazilian Wind or something, some shit like that. Uh, him <laughs> him and Sundowner are the Winds of Destruction. Right. Right. Um, Which also Sundowner just a great yeah. villain name. Yeah, Sundowner's fucking great. Also, um, he's, I wanna, he's a trip. Sundowner is a trip. I want to say the last DLC they put out, or one of the last DLCs they put out for that game, uh, gave Jetstream Sam a campaign. Yep, and Blade uh, Wolf. His taunt, and it's just... Oh, it's so good. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, Blade Wolf also gets it, and that's... Oh, it's it's all just it's all just so good. I love those games so much. I'm going um, to the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Steam page right now. Marry me, Jet Marry me, Jetstream Sam. Please. Oh wait, no, the DLC is not on PC. What the fuck? I remember there being some weirdness oh, wait, about having this DLC. new. Wait, this new PC version includes all three DLC. Okay, so it does include them. I just got to find them, I guess. Oh, is that what you're playing on PC? Yeah, it runs how you would expect it to run. Great. <laughs> Granted, it came out nine years ago, and I'm running it on a 1660 Super. That's fair. That's good. I'm I'm glad it I'm glad it looks and plays well. Um, and I yeah. really I really want to play it again. 
do it. Like, there's nothing stopping you. Or grab like grab near automata and play that again because it's like I mean it's 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 platinum. I do so have it uh, on PS4. Have you finished have it? it? No, I did the I I streamed it a couple of times and then I never finished it. Okay. I've gotten like two endings. I was gonna say so. You, oh, okay, number one, you need to you can go back and play more of that game. I know uh, I do. I know I need to. Uh, don't tell me you were one of those people like uh um uh, Matt. You aren't one of those people who finished Route A and then didn't play anymore, right? Please tell me that you didn't do no, that. No, I've literally played maybe like five hours of it. Total. Do you know how long it took me to finish Route A because of Tubi's ass? <laughs> no, no, but seriously, though, that game is fucking great. That game is aces all the way through. Uh, I do. I, I'm, I think I might get it on PC and just play it on PC. Sure. But how long is Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, it's not that long of a game. Uh, no, it. Well, I mean, it depends on. Um, depends on your definition. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how long to beat? Says main story average twenty one hours mm. for just the main story. That's fair. I think that's fair. Main plus extra thirty seven and a half average. Um, it does include its own sequel. And then complete. And then completionist. 61 and a half hours. Yeah, that definitely average. Tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. It, it does include its own sequel. That's important to know. Is that near replicant version 1.2247? Whatever the fuck? No, I mean, literally, you finish the game and then it starts a new game. <laughs> what? Yeah, where it's like it's like the continuation. Just just play it. It's dude. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I have near Automata on my Steam account already. I'm sure. Yeah. Did someone I if you if no one else had bought it for you, I would have bought it for you. I think I bought it for myself at some point. Yeah, I got it on console. I need to read down. Apparently, I bought it five years ago in 2018. So, I mean, I don't know. Fair. You should absolutely play that game. Uh, And definitely don't do what I did, which is to blow Tubi skirt off constantly and then just stare at her ass all the time. Don't do that. That's bad. Don't do that. But what if I <laughs> want to? You sure. Listen, I'll send you some pictures from Final <laughs> Fantasy when they added her leggings to the game and it literally made your character's ass bigger. I'll send you that. And you'll be good to go. Nice. It's great. It's yeah, great. I'll I'll download and play near at some point. Yeah, definitely do that. Play that on stream. That's a stream game for sure. Yeah, it seems like one just given its length, given its girth. It is a girthy game. You can't deny its girth. You know what? Honestly, like full stop. I I think that's probably a really good, accurate estimate of that game. It's not long, but it is girthy. There's a lot of girth to it. Um, how many different endings are there technically? Twenty. There's one for every letter of the alphabet, so twenty six. Okay, that's what I thought. There's a lot of weird shit in there. Um, and some of them are as simple as. Like you talk to this one person or whatever, and that's the end. Or yeah, um, so one of the abilities you can get is just to blow yourself up at any time. Uh, and if you do that on the space station, you get an ending where you destroy the space station and kill yourself and everyone. And that's just an ending, and it just like flies through the credits really fast and then puts you back. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, no. Like, there's one ending for like going in. Because uh, one of the ones I got was. It was part of the little uh, village of the robots that like mm-hmm. don't attack you. Yes. The forest village. I remember that one. 
Yes. And then, yeah, they send you to go after one that's, like, had been missing and has gone wrong or something. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's a big, uh, it was a difficult for me boss fight. And I believe mm-hmm. that went to an ending. I I gotta be honest, I don't remember. Um, It's been a while since I played that game. I remember... Been a while. I, I'd have to check. Been a while. Um, I mostly just remember the like basic story beats, uh, and also that weird Easter egg that was just someone hacking the game. That was that was a weird thing, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah. So that game, all of your like systems, like your HUD, your options, all that shit, are actual data files plugged into your character that you can remove. Oh, you yeah. can just take. You can just take your HUD off. Yeah, I remember. I remember uh, that bit. If you want more space, take your HUD off. It's fine. If you yeah, want, if you want more space, detach your butt. Yeah, just take your butt off. Throw it away. No, nobody needs the butt. You're an Android. What do you need with a butt? That's where all the gears are. That's why they tell you not to fist Android women. Exactly. My favorite. My favorite quote from Yoko Taro. Because someone asks, "It's like, what is Android? Why do Androids need heels?" Man, I just like seeing women wear heels. I just fucking like it. I love, Don't worry. I, I shouldn't stick my dick in there. <laughs> However, I love how Yoko Taro's like explanation for everything is like eh, it's just because I felt like it. No, Pretty it's much. because I felt like it, and women are hot. Yeah, women are hot. Uh, like, that's his two explanations, and at least he's honest. My personal favorite is when he wanted uh, people to send their Rule Thirty Four art to him on Twitter. Of 2B? That's pretty great. Yeah, he is definitely an out there guy. Uh, did you hear what he wanted to do to your character in Final Fantasy XIV when you ran through the raid? Through the near Automata raid? No. Uh, so his original idea was it deleted your character. Which, but you can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, then he, he settled on, uh, okay, well, we'll just kick them all out of the raid if they die to anything. Which, again, you can't do that. Uh, it, is, it is theorized that Yoshi P made him sit down and play the entire game just so that he would be like, okay, I get it now. We can't do these things. I'm invested. Uh, but, but yeah, that, that ra- even that raid is good. Fuck, the music is amazing. Um, yeah, 14's great, too. Uh, we're not going to get into 14 today, but... I was going to say, let's not bring that one up anymore. I haven't played it in a while, but... Uh, That's but yeah. still the episode that I need to upload to YouTube. Are you playing 14? No, uh, the... My rant. Jace's rant about Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> it's it's on all the other podcasting platforms. I just haven't put it on YouTube yet. No, they, they did it again. I just want you to know that they did it again. Uh, they gave Stormblood away for free. I know, uh, I saw if you if you play it and then uh the because you get like a free week of time if you play it for free and go through that week and then stop playing it and don't pay your sub they shut the game off it shuts your free game off i can't believe they did that do you know how uh this is why i say fuck final fantasy 14 so you know how 14 is free to all the way up through heaven's word now yep um so if you if you put Stormblood on your account, you no longer have a free f- account. Just well, I feel that. like I feel like we should maybe end this episode before Jace <laughs> blows a gasket. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. That's, I, that's all I'm I wanted to say. Everybody's like, realizing what I've been saying. I just wanted to let Jace know. <laughs> I don't think it was on purpose. I think they just fucked it up. 
Oh, no, no. It's a big multi-million dollar company. They did it you on what? purpose. I'm saying this all with my chest, but is this even true? Hang on. <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe God. look something up before you say it. I mean, yeah, everything I'm seeing. I don't know the base game, but no expansions. Claim Stormblood is free. Yeah, from what I can see, um, there is nothing to indicate that, that, that they don't just immediately cut you off. Which, I mean, granted, if you're doing Stormblood content... Probably already. You're pro- yeah, you're you're in deep. But also, I get I get where Jace is coming from. I get it. I yeah. totally get right. it. Don't <laughs> tell me it's free if it's not. Oh, poor boy. I'm sorry, Jace. They did you dirty. You were you are a select group of people that got done real dirty by that game. Yeah, and now I have no urge to ever give it another try ever. If you did, I would probably pay your sub for you. <laughs> Just yeah, but I I, I, I would play with, I would now. play with you. I would 100% play with you. Anyway, that's neither here nor there and not related to Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. Yeah, fair. Speaking of, um, I one should play more Final Fantasy 14 because I'm after yes. um, A Realm Reborn. Hell yes, post Realm Reborn. Um, it, oh, we got to talk about that after, off the podcast, actually. I don't want to I don't want to bring that up anymore. I, I, I don't I can't keep up with the patch numbers. I don't know what patch number quests I'm on. Are you? Oh, you're. Are you have you hit heaven's word yet? No. Okay, then I will shut up. I'm in like there. patch 2.1 2. 2. I don't I I don't I, know. Ah. Real quick. When just I'm just going to say this one thing. When the um what's her name? Uh the little Lalafeld uh queen of Ulda asks you to have a meeting with her before you do that. You just let me know. You just let me know and let me watch you play. That's all I'm going to ask. Um, that might have already happened. I don't know. The Sultana. That's what I'm thinking of. Have you have you had have you had dinner with the Sultana yet? Uh, she has been featured in many of the quests that I've done. So then the answer is no, because you would know. I'd, I'm just saying right now you would know. I don't I don't I, I don't know. You know what? Next time I log on, I'll tell you what quest I'm on. Yeah, I mean, with what quest you're on, and I'll let you know what quest you you should you should be on when I want to watch. Okay. Uh, because I'm very interested in your reaction. All right. Because that that is the quest where I go. Okay, now I'm invested. All right. I will let you know. Right. So. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, end the episode there, shall we? Sounds great. So, uh, thank you guys so very much for listening. I'm sorry we didn't have another game this, uh, this week, but, um, there's some personal life stuff going on with, uh, one of the, some of the other cast members. So mm-hmm. we're just giving that some time to sit and get them adjusted. Uh, I'm still also, um, adjusting to my new job, even though I've been at it a couple of weeks now, but I've. Given the way my schedule works, it's only like my seventh or eighth full day working there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm still adjusting. So thank you guys for sticking with us through just some shaky waters, but we'll be back to playing the regular game soon. So if you want to keep in touch with us, we're on Twitter. It's at AmbiguousPod. You can like our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash AmbiguousPod. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's at uh, YouTube.com slash at moral ambiguity and if you have friends that like D shows like critical role acquisitions incorporated uh you can send them uh our beacons link it's beacons.ai slash moral ambiguity 
and tell them that it's a fun, zany time with some fun, zany characters, and sometimes it gets a little emotional. It's true. We do that. We're making the mother of all omelets here, Jack. Can't fret over every egg. And I'll leave you... And I'll leave you... (laughs) I was going to put space there so you could end it. (laughs) I'll leave you all with that. Quote from Senator Armstrong. Goodbye, everybody. Nanomachines on. Nanomachines. Nanomachines. They harden in response to physical trauma. The memes, Jack. <laughs> <laughs>